0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, today in the epistle we hear a few words from St. Paul talking about our Lord offering himself up as an oblation. Now if we were to go back a few thousand years into the Old Testament, a time when the chosen people, the Israelites, were imprisoned, they were slaves, in Egypt. And they had gone there originally because of a famine, and they had originally been quite well received, but due to a change in the government of the country, things became very difficult for them very quickly. They were enslaved, and they were oppressed by the Pharaoh. As a consequence, they cried out to God to deliver them. Their prayer went up to heaven. And in response to their prayer, God chose Moses to be the deliverer of his people. He sent Moses and his brother Aaron to Pharaoh to demand in God's name the release of his people. And Pharaoh did not oblige. And so God sent the plagues. The ten plagues, which we know, the plague of flies the changing of all the water into blood, the frogs, the darkness, the hail. And finally, the last of the plagues was the slaying of all of the firstborn, whether mankind or animal. Now, this last plague was warned. that Even though the Pharaoh had not given in before the, after the nine plagues, he said, there is one more to come. Which will be the worst of all. And he was given fair warning. And in order to prepare the chosen people for this plague so that they would be spared, God gave to Moses a ceremony. This was the ceremony of the paschal lamb. Every family of the chosen people had to take a lamb, one year old, without blemish, a male. And they had to sacrifice this lamb on a certain day of the month and take its blood, and put its blood on the doorposts. This was to be to the angel of death who would come to take the lives of all the firstborn. It was to be a sign that the angel was to pass over this house. And so, through the blood of this lamb, that house would be spared. Hence the name of this ceremony is the Passover. Passover. And it is practiced by the Jews to this day. After the blood had been taken from this lamb, they were then to roast the lamb at the fire. They were to fix two sticks in the shape of a cross and there roast the lamb and then the family was to consume the entire lamb. The night of the Passover, the angel of death came and took the lives of all the firstborn but it spared the families that were signed with the blood of the Lamb. Now, as we know, this story of the the Passover, this true story, was but a type. It was a sign that was to be fulfilled in the New Testament. And the one who was to fulfill it would be our Lord himself. We have the words of St. John the Baptist, who pointed out our Lord to his disciples Behold the Lamb of God. This would be the sacrifice whose blood would spare the people. It would be the blood of this sacrifice that would be for the redemption of the world. This Lamb was innocent, without blemish. This Lamb would give his blood for the preservation and redemption of the world. We know that uh, our Lord offered His life as a sacrifice. He offered it on the altar of the cross. But the night before He did this, He instituted a ceremony that would give us the power to replicate, to relive His sacrifice on the cross in an unbloody way. And this is, of course, the sacrifice of the Mass. Jesus gave to his church a way to renew his sacrifice of Calvary so that we could, at no matter what time of history, we could apply the merits of our Lord's sacrifice to our souls. This was his last gift to his church, to apply the infinite merits of Calvary, the satisfaction that he made for sins, the merits that he had merited for heaven, that we may apply them to ourselves. It is an article of faith that the Mass is a true sacrifice. It was declared such at the Council of Trent, where it says that the Mass was instituted by our Lord as a sacrifice. And after declaring that the Mass is a sacrifice, she says that anyone who says to the contrary, let him be anathema. The sacrifice of the cross was our Lord himself offering himself to his heavenly Father. And this is what happens at Mass. We have the same priest, the same victim, the same sacrifice. God gives us this sacrifice as a sign of his goodness. Uh, We know ourselves how much we are in need of a sacrifice. The need that we have for such a sacrifice comes from the fact of what is a sin? A sin is an infinite offence to God. How is it possible that we, such small and finite little creatures, how can we offer an infinite offence to God? And the answer is because the measure of an offence is taken from the dignity of the one offended. And God is infinite. And so we are capable of an infinite offence, but we are not capable of an infinite reparation. Reparation is measured by the dignity of the one who does the work. And as we are so limited, our reparation can only be very small. And so, God, in His goodness, He gives to us a means of making reparation for our sins by giving us the Mass, our Lord's sacrifice, relived. On our altars. When our Lord instituted this sacrifice, it was in the context of the sacrament. We know that on Holy Thursday, our Lord instituted the Holy Eucharist. He gave to his apostles his body and blood as a means of of supernatural nourishment. And so there is a very big difference between the sacrament of Holy Eucharist and the sacrifice of holy eucharist the sacrament is something that once perfected by the words of consecration it endures it continues on we have our lord's real presence as long as the bread and wine are there present as long as the species remain the real presence endures but it's different for the sacrifice the sacrifice is an action it takes place at a very specific moment of the Mass. And once it is there, once it is done, it is finished. And this, we know, is performed at the consecration. Interesting to note that the priest who says the Mass, he is allowed to apply the merits of this sacrifice as he wishes. He may make this, say this Mass in reparation for sins, he may say it, asking for a certain grace. It's up to the priest. But he is allowed to decide why he is offering the Mass up until the time of the second consecration, but no later. Once the second consecration takes place, the sacrifice has been offered. The intention cannot be changed. And so that is why the Mass at that point of consecration, is the most solemn point of the entire sacrifice. The time when we should have the greatest silence, the greatest recollection, the greatest reverence for the ceremony of the Mass. Now, how does this apply to us? Every one of us here needs the Mass. We read in the Psalms that the just man, even though he be just... He falls seven times a day. Anyone who is guilty of any sin needs the Mass. This is the only way that we can repair sufficiently for our sins. This is the same reason why the Church obliges us to come to Mass. Every Sunday and every holy day of obligation, we are obliged to come to Mass, so that we may offer to God a fitting sacrifice not just so that we can receive communion and nourish our soul and go away strengthened for the spiritual fight, but so that we can offer to God a sacrifice. There's a beautiful book called The Incredible Catholic Mass by Father Martin von Kockum. And a few words from this book are very relevant. He says, Hearing Mass does not merely consist in being present in person when it is celebrated, but in offering it to God conjointly with the priest. So when we come to Mass, it's not enough to just come and be there. We have to actually take part. We have to offer the Mass with the priest this sacrifice of our Lord on Calvary to his Father. He goes on. He says, The Mass is a sacrifice, and it appertains to the nature of sacrifice that it should be offered to the deity. Therefore, those persons who fail to do this, either with their lips or in their heart, they do not derive half of the benefit from the Mass that others do, although they do fulfil the precept of the Church, while piously reciting other prayers that have nothing of the character of an offering. So although we might come to Mass and read pious prayers from our books, although we may come and pray the Rosary, we fulfil the obligation to attend Mass, but we do not offer to God the sacrifice. We must unite with the offering of the priest at the Mass. And this is how we unlock the power of our Lord's Passion, the graces, the satisfaction, the reparation for sin that our Lord made. We read in Psalm 50, the Miserere, it says, A troubled spirit is a sacrifice to God. We can bring to the Mass our troubles, unite them with the Mass, unite our sacrifices with those of our Lord. The Psalm continues, A contrite and humble heart God will not despise. And so we have to come to Mass, we have to participate in the Mass. And so, just to conclude, what can we do from now on? It's a good idea, if we can, to come to Mass a little more often, maybe once during the week. The sacrifice involved in getting to the Mass is worthy to be placed in the chalice, whether it's an early morning rise or a late night on Thursday when we have the evening Mass, whatever it might be, a greater appreciation for this sacrifice of the Mass. But most of all, when we do come to Mass, even if it is just on a Sunday, let us attend with attention, attend knowing what we are doing, paying attention especially to the moment of consecration. That is where we offer Jesus to his Father along with the priest. Follow the prayers of the Missal. Read the prayers, the prayers of the Offertory that gives the context of this wonderful mystery. Read the prayers that apply the fruits of our Lord's Passion to your souls. It is in this way that we will access the full fruit of our Lord's Passion, the infinite merits that He merited to be distributed to us, and the adequate satisfaction for our past sins. This is the purpose of this time of year to repair for our sins. What greater way can we do this than by attending at Mass? worthily, by offering the sacrifice of our Lord in our place. This way we will make a very good Lent and prepare to receive the graces come the Feast of Easter. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.